I promised you that I'll be chatting to Patrick Kuwana this morning. Uh, he's from a, a very interesting organization called Crossover Transformation Group, and I've got him online. Patrick, let me start with you as an individual. A warm-hearted good morning. How are you keeping this morning? Very well, Vainant. It's so good to speak to you again. It's been too long, but uh, we are doing extremely well. Fantastic. Just in a nutshell, before I, I get to the rest of it, uh, uh, tell us a little bit about the Crossover Transformation Group. Who exactly and what are, what are you guys all about? Vainant, um, we are mainly focused on bringing biblical-based uh, thinking, biz- uh, biblical-based frameworks into the business environment, um, and we do a lot of consulting work. We do a lot of business company turnaround work. We look at how do we grow and help businesses accelerate, but all using biblical principles and biblical understanding and obviously the word of God and the voice of God because we truly believe that God is the God of business and the economy, and therefore when we are able to operate uh, our businesses and our assignments in the marketplace according to his blueprint, we will be able to do it so much better than what the world does. So in a time such as we find ourselves at the moment, lockdown, quarantine, it's an absolute paradox because today we celebrate Freedom Day in South Africa and yet we are locked down. I think you can't thank the Lord enough for social media. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, Ben, it's, it's so interesting because, um, I, I've, I've been sort of doing some, you know, mentorship coaching with various, uh, uh, business leaders and, and, and I've actually been saying to them as much as, you know, the narrative is around a lockdown narrative, I, I'm actually truly believing that this is actually an incubation period that the Lord has given us the opportunity for us just to slow down, step out of the, 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 the rat race, um, and just get into an incubation chamber and let him give us ideas and just show us what he wants to say to us so that he can release out to go forward again. And, and, and that might look very different to what it looked like when we came into the chamber. But I really believe this is an incubation period where the Lord is really doing some work in us. Well, uh, talking about the incubation period, we're on day 32 of a lockdown. Uh, let's, let's start at home. Let's start at Jerusalem. How are you and your family doing? Are you also lockdown fatigued or are you using the time constructively and making the best of this incubation period? Yeah, Venant, um, we, we actually, you know, absolutely in this incubation period, um, using the time as best as we can to get the right mix uh, between, you know, uh, the sort of work that I do obviously involves speaking to quite a few people. So I've been, you know, quite active on, you know, many Zoom calls, uh, you know, with different people across the world, etc. But at the same time, also consciously making sure that I'm also just keeping quiet and just really seeking the voice of the Lord to understand how he sees the situation that we're in. Because this doesn't surprise the Lord. I mean, he's not surprised. Uh, this hasn't taken him by surprise in any way. And therefore, you know, we're really trying to press in how best do we tune in 
to get a, a better understanding of how he sees everything yeah. that's taking place at the moment. Uh, Patrick, how do you, you know, there's a saying that says, out of eye, out of heart. How do you stay connected with your clients uh, during lockdown? Uh, I mean, people are listening to you right now m- might be thinking, my goodness, how do you put food on the table? We, we read in the news this morning, 26% of people in South Africa have no money at the moment to buy any food, uh, in spite of Freedom Day, a day that's supposed to be a day of celebration, insane hardship, the talk of the economy that's in tatters, and how will we start this again? Um, what advice can you give those listening to you this morning? How do you stay in contact? How do you stay in the hearts and eyes of your, of your uh, customers? How do you trust the Lord? What is it that you ask God uh, to help you with in, in these uh, times that we find ourselves in? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's. Uh, I think the first thing is we must never sort of play down the seriousness of the challenges that people are facing. And therefore, this is very real. People are really struggling. Um, we are in sort of unprecedented days in terms of the struggling. And therefore, we must never play that down and, and sort of just move on. Uh, hi, Valent. Am I still there? Yes, I'm still with you, uh, Patrick. I'm listening. Okay, sorry. I thought uh, I thought I'd lost you. So therefore, I think you know when I look at it, this is the time for the the, the church engine or the body of Christ engine to really kick into major action during these days. This is the time where generosity really kicks in. This is the time where we really care. For others, we, 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 we make those phone calls to check how others are doing. We make that sacrifice to say, if I have a little bit that I can help out um, my fellow brother, my fellow sister, this is really the time. You know, I almost view that time in the book of Acts where they shared everything, where they, where, where, where they just literally moved towards helping each other so that nobody lacked in that time so that all those who had access, I mean, excess would be able to help those who didn't such that everybody got by during that period. We are, I believe, in that type of season where it's a season to be checking up on each other and a season to be extremely generous as we help other people um, put food on the table because, as you well say, most people are not getting an income right now, and this is the time for generosity. This is not the time to be hoarding up. Uh, this is the time to be generous, and in being generous, trusting that the Lord, that as I am generous, somebody else is going to come and be generous, and the Lord will just initiate a cycle of generosity so that at the end of the day, no one has too much, and at the same time, no one lacks and uh People can't put food on the table. Today, we're celebrating on this day, Freedom Day in South Africa, 1994, 27th April 1994, True Democracy was born in South Africa. Yet, we're under lockdown situation, lockdown circumstances in South Africa. Uh, it is believed that uh, President, our uh, President uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, and my, oh my, uh, allow me to say at this stage that we've got so much respect for this man, how God is using him in 
this country. He'll be live streaming today, talking about solidarity and triumph of the human spirit in these challenging times. That'll be his speech. What would you like to say to Christians to motivate them? Because I do believe people are feeling a bit, uh, you, you know, what used to be strange has now become the norm, and everybody's talking about the new norm that lies ahead. What would you say to Christians listening to you on this Freedom Day? It's just, man, I'm supposed to be at some celebrations, but there's nothing to celebrate at the moment. Yeah. Um, again, Venant, I... Uh, I will use the analogy again from the book of Acts and and, and come back to the solidarity and the freedom. And what's very interesting is that we are very much in the same, almost same time frame, having just come out of, um, you know, Passover uh, and how Jesus died at, at Passover. He arose again. And then during that period, you know, the disciples as believers were a little bit shaken. Um, and then Jesus then says to them, guys, wait um, for the day of Pentecost. Wait in the upper room and, and make sure you wait for the coming of the Spirit in the upper room. And therefore, they had to have the confidence that this thing that Jesus was talking about for them waiting for was going to come. And therefore, they were united the 120 of them in that upper room waiting for what God was about to release to them. And when I almost look at where we are, even in the in the cycle of time, we're pretty much in that same cycle. But I believe our solidarity is in Christ. There's no other place where we can find solidarity in because solidarity is really talking about that place where we find unity in and and therefore as much as there is all sort of all sorts of shaking in in the economy and in every other place our solidarity is actually in Christ because that's where our freedom actually is so if you look at where nations are right now we are so not in control of what's happening. And I think that's the key thing right now. We don't have control. And therefore, because we don't have control, the only place where we're going to find a way out of this is in Christ and through God's pathway that he will set up for us to walk in. So although we're not congregating together, celebrating in the ways that maybe we would normally celebrate, I actually believe that we have a greater um, opportunity to come into solidarity around Christ and allow that solidarity to help us find the pathway to the freedom that he will guide us into. And therefore, you know, even as you said, Reynard, I mean, President Ramaphosa has been awesome. And I I just love the way that, you know, he's been extremely humble. He's been extremely open. And I truly hope and trust that even some of what we are seeing coming out of his mouth is being led by the Spirit in some way. Patrick, somewhere... Somebody listening to you right now says, I'm part of the 26%, almost 30% unemployed in this country. You use words like incubation period. Um, there are people that says, well, we don't have money for food this morning. Um, 
And you talk about a Jesus that I cannot see. You talk about the God that nobody knows his address. What would you say to somebody listening to you this morning that's basically on the sliding abyss that says, man, I've lost hope here. I I hear these words that you're using. Who is this Jesus to you, Patrick? Um, Who is this God to you? you? Have you found him to be true and faithful through all your life? Yeah, I think to Vainant and, and to the people out there, I, I have found this God and this Jesus to be absolutely faithful. Um, if I can share even from personal circumstances how we, even as a family right now, for the last four or so years, we have gone through such a major wilderness financially in 2012 because of our decision to literally move out of what we believed was an unrighteous business system to be able to follow his system. That literally resulted in us losing our home, losing just about everything that we had in terms of material possessions. Um, We don't have a home. We've literally lived for the last three years in Airbnbs whenever we can afford it. We've moved from different, um, different people's homes. We've literally stayed in the last 18 months to two years. Me and my family, we've probably stayed in over 25 different homes because we don't have our own home and because we don't have a fixed salary. And in all of this, I can say that we've had people call us and say, listen, I've got a bedroom for you. Would you, you know, would you care to come and use our bedroom? Uh, we've got people who've literally, even during this, uh, this incubation slash lockdown period, people I've met seven years ago in a, in a, in a, in a, in a training course who've literally from nowhere called and said, Patrick, how are you doing with your family? You know what? I've got a thousand rand that I would like to bless you with. And that's what's put food on our table. So even right now, we are seeing people call as much as we are also calling others just to say, you know what? I have a thousand rand that I, uh, somebody has blessed me with. You know, out of that thousand, I, I, I'm actually, you know, can I part with my 300 and, and, and help you a little bit because the 700 will get me what we need to do as a family or four for the next week. So it's, it's just being seen the, the levels of generosity that have been activated as a result of this. So, in fact, I, I may be going to say two things now, Vainant. Yes. For those who happen to have a little bit or much, my biggest uh, 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 appeal is think about those who don't. Even if it's people in your church, if it's people who you work with, it might even be your domestic worker, give them a call. Find out how they're doing give if you can give them a little bit of what you have and for those who don't have this is the time not to be this is not, not this is not the time to be prideful this is the time to admit when we don't have and i think often we hold it within ourselves and we don't admit because of our pride this is the time to be humble 
and let friends and others know where you truly are because that humility of admitting where you truly are is also what opens up the doors for generosity to actually find you. But if I pretend as if everything is okay, then I'm closing the door potentially to the generosity that might want to come and find me. Absolutely amazing. I'm absolutely blown away. So true. We read from Galatians 5.13 this morning, and uh, to, to, to walk in the Spirit, to be obedient to God's call, means to love your neighbor as yourself. Not just saying it, but in a, in a physical way, demonstrating it, say, you know, can I bring you some coffee? Can we share bread? Can we? A wonderful opportunity and a wonderful time. And then again, Patrick, we, we don't know what the future holds because everybody is saying this thing should only peak around about September. It's still going to be hectic up till then. But for this day, right here, right now, and you can testify to God's goodness, faithfulness, and provision, uh, never knowing what's around around the next corner, but uh, God has been faithful through all this time. How do you, how do you foresee the future? You're talking about the incubation time, um, and, and how do you foresee the future? As you spend time with the Lord in quietness, uh, what is the Lord saying to your heart in this incubation period? How should you prepare then for the future, and how do you see the future? Yeah, I think, you know, when I, when I look at everything that's taken place, the, the, the first thing I say is that I, I certainly in no way believe that God has brought about this corona, coronavirus, because, you know, that's just not the heart of the Father. But what I also believe is that the Lord uses even what the enemy has meant for harm, and he will use it for his good. And therefore, a lot of the, 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 the discussions I've been having with various people have been centered around, I, I truly believe what the Lord is resetting is a world system, economic system, all sorts of system across the world that had become so driven by greed, by pride, by selfishness, by self-centeredness, by self-ambition. It was all about self. So if you look at the, the economy, you look at trade, you look at business, it had become so full of pride and so full of greed, so full of self-centeredness that I believe that God has just pressed a reset button, and even if we look at the levels of generosity, the levels of humility that have literally been released as a result of this crisis, I believe the Lord is wanting us to see a pathway going forward where economies will be run not by greed, but by generosity, where economies will be run not by selfish ambition and selfishness, but how do we serve each other so that all can prosper? Economies that will be run not by pride anymore, but will be run based on humility because I see my fellow human being and therefore it's not about me, but it's about us figuring out how we thrive together rather than how I hoard for myself at the expense mm. of others. So I believe there's a new paradigm of business and economy that the Lord is going to begin to direct those who have truly used this incubation period 
to understand how they can use their gifts and talents in a way that will match up with what's on God's heart, rather doing it the old way, if I can use that term. So as much, again, as it's extremely difficult and, and, and we mustn't play that down, I, again, I have such a confidence that we will see God begin to show us the light as to what that pathway is begin is is going to begin yeah. to look like because I truly believe God is not finished with us and he is absolutely wanting us to move into a pathway where we'll see a restoration but also a level of prospering that will not be selfishly driven but will be driven for the benefit of all. Ever since I've met you, I've always been inspired by your lifestyle, the words that you use, and and your passion for the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Patrick, for those who want to be in touch with you, maybe companies, businesses, individuals, um, for whatever the reason, how can they get hold of you? Do you have a social media platform, uh, a contact the details? Where can they get hold of you? Yes, so I'm on um, I'm on uh, Facebook, so um, you, you can follow me on uh, on Facebook, and it's basically just uh, Patrick um, Kuwana uh, K U W A N A on Facebook. We also have a website on crossovertransformation.co. Dot ZA. Um, there's a, a inquiry a form that you know one can fill out there, and and that will send an email through to us, and we'll be able to to connect uh, to connect in that way. Patrick, thank you so much. May God richly bless you. You and your family provide in your needs as well. And thank you so much for inspiring us on this day, Freedom Day here at the Radio Pulpit. God bless you, and thank you for chatting to us. Thank you, Venand, and thank you so much to your listeners. And yeah, God bless, and may you see the hand of God uh, move on your behalf even in these days. Till next time, shalom.